Welcome to the fourth parak of Sefer Yona. Most people do not remember the fourth parak. In other words, when kids are learning Sefer Yona in school, so you know, the fish and the nimber and repentance, the fourth parak is, is, is a, if you'd call it an anticlimax, but it's very interesting because it focuses not that much on Ninveh, not that much on Navua, but Yonah's personality and Yonah's uh, ambitions himself. Listen to this. Yonah is distressed that Klan Yisrael didn't repent, unlike Ninveh. Uh, his primary reason for escaping to Tarshish, if you remember, was to avoid this situation. It had been realized. It had been realized. Um, the other Nakuda, the other point is that he had said Nineveh would be destroyed, right? They did shiver and it wasn't. But he's going to look like a liar, like someone who said Sheker, and that would be a Chil Hashem. Now, this is so important. You see, Yonah is caring. Yonah is worried about two things. Number one, the, the indictment on Klal Yisrael. And number two, the Nevuah. The fact that it will be a Chil Hashem if his Nevuah doesn't come true. You see, Yonah's care, and we're going to see it really affect him, for Hashem, for Klal Yisrael, unbelievably powerful. Yonah has a shade that has, a, excuse me, a hut that he constructs for shade and sits there for 40 days. Notice 40 again, recreation, new creation, to discover whether the residents of Nineveh are going to return to their evil de deeds and be destroyed. Um, he grow, the Hashem has a kikayona tree with many leaves that grow over there to provide Yonah with more comfort. And Yonah was gladdened. Sometimes a little sign from Hashem uh, is enough to gladden people, shows that Hashem is caring, Hashem is there, Hashem is looking after. If you remember, uh, Rashi writes, in reference to Yosef's journey down to Egypt, there was a bit of Hashkacha protest there, that he traveled um, with a group of people who normally would smell horribly, uh, spice traders. However, these Yishmaelim uh, had beautiful spice in their compartment, and therefore uh, Yosef traveled down to Mitzrayim uh, smelling lovely, or at least the spices smelled great. You might say, well, on a second, he's been removed from his family, he's been kidnapped, and, and you know, who cares about the spices? But it was a small little gesture that shows that Hashem is with him, and he was gladdened because of that. Um, however, this kikayon tree doesn't last, and we're going to see uh, it has really devastating effects on Yonah. Uh, Hashem sends a worm uh, to make the tree wilt, and then the heat of the sun causes Yonah to feel ill. He says that he was irritated to the extent of death, um, and uh, it's, it really affects him. Um, it's un unbelievable. Um, um, Hashem explained that Yonah didn't invest anything in, in the Kikayon tree, yet he was upset when it went. How much more, more so Hashem should, how, how, how much more so, uh, how could he expect Hashem not to pity Yonah's 120 inhabitants, uh, 120,000 inhabitants, sorry, citizens and many animals? And that is the end of Sefer Yonah. It ends on a very interesting note. Um, and uh, here we have what Yonah cares about. Um, and uh, even the Kikayon tree, unbelievable. You know, Ravdessa writes that possessions are cherished by righteous people, Chazal say. Um, you know, that, that uh, the Tzadikim love possessions. How so? Not because they love amassing material things, but they know that they're Kalim, their possessions are Kalim uh, to reach Hashem, to serve Hashem, uh, they are means, and you've got to look after those means.